This Icon Podcast is hosted and sponsored by Spear Rocket Virtual Assistants, a leading provider for your virtual assistants and outsourcing needs. Owned by one of the top-ranking EXP agents, Justin Nelson. Spear Rocket VA provides a one-stop virtual staffing solution for business owners, and we specialize in helping business owners grow their business by leveraging through virtual assistants. Trusted by the top names in the real estate industry like Kyle Whistle, Andrew Franklin, John Kitchens, and many more. Get ready to up your success and we'll help you achieve your business goals. Book your free consultation at SpearRocketVA.com and find out how we can make your life easier. Welcome back to another episode of the Icon Podcast. I'm your host, Gianna, and today we are talking about Tannen. Thank you so much for taking the time to join us. Hey, good morning. Thank you. Thanks for the invite. Yes, yes. We're excited to have you here. You earned your way here. You're an icon agent, and we are going to get to that. But first, we want you to take us all the way back to the beginning. Who is Tannen? Where are you from? How did you get drug into real estate? And what is your current market? So this is actually a funny story. Not funny story, but I was back in Minnesota this past weekend. That's where I'm originally from, Minneapolis, Minnesota. And I was helping my parents kind of thin out their house and get ready for their retirement move. And I found my very first business card from 2001. And I started in the title industry. And it was actually my brother who was buying his first house. And he said, Tannen, you should be an appraiser appraisers are very analytical. They like the numbers. He's like, this is a great job for you. He's like, you can make $400 doing appraisals. And at the time I was early twenties and I said, Hmm, that sounds pretty good. Maybe I'll be an appraiser. So I started researching it and I said, you know what? I want to be a real estate agent. So they've got, they make more money. The sky's the limit. I said, I really want to be a real estate agent. So back then I took my test up in Minnesota and that was the path I was going to go on. And I met with an agent from Cobalt Banker at the time. He was a big agent in the Twin Cities, billboards everywhere, high producer. And it was right before Christmas, like a week before 2000s, when everybody was going into the office, you know. And he said, look at this office. He said, no one is here. He said, I'm one of the only people here. And he said, I will work almost every day up until Christmas. And he said, that's what it takes to be a realtor. He said, you are on all the time. If you want to be a high producing, heavy volume realtor, you have to be able to give it at your all and work it like a full-time job. He said, there's so many people that take time off. And he said, those are the ones that aren't going to make it. And it kind of scared me. I was a single mom at the time. And I'm like, God, he's right. Like, this is commission only. Am I ready to really dedicate what it takes to be a realtor full-time and to be that high producing, high volume realtor like he was, which, you know, is obviously a lot of our goals, right? To be that, that big top agent. So I got a little scared. I said, I don't know if real estate's right for me. So my girlfriend was in the title industry. She's working for a title company. And she said, well, why don't you come over and work for the title company? You can be um, a processor. That's what she was doing. So I went over and I got a job as a processor, kind of get my foot in the door in the title industry. And I said, you know what? I want to be a closer. I want to be an escrow officer with my own office. And um, so several months later, I became a closer and I was the youngest closer that the company ever had. And I loved it. And I did it for um, a couple of years up in Minnesota. And then I made my move to Orlando, Florida in 2003. And I got a job at a title company down here. And I did that for um, probably another decade or so. And I ended up becoming a branch manager and opening offices and overseeing um, other closers and doing high volume 
of real estate closings. And my husband, 2008, when the market had crashed, he was in construction, owned a site development company. He ended up getting his real estate license. And 2008, he started doing real estate. 2016 comes along, he's kind of built his business up. And he said, you know, I'm going to hire an assistant. I need somebody to kind of help me oversee my transactions. I said, I'll do it. So I'm tired of title. I've always wanted to be in real estate. I can be your assistant. I'm good at contracts. I'm good at, you know, the behind the scenes things. I know I can do this. Um, so I ended up putting my notice in at after 17 years in the title industry and said, I'm going to go back to real estate, my first love. And um, I'm going to be honest, it was not glorified like I thought it was going to be. It was hard, exactly like that realtor had told me from day one when I met him in his office right before Christmas. And it was eye opening because I, you know, on the back end, when you're entitled, you, you hand out the checks, you see, you talk to the agents a little bit and uh, see that contract to close part of the transaction. But what you don't see is everything that it takes to get to that contract and all of the work that it takes to find those customers and to make relationships. And so that first year was really eye opening to see everything that goes into it to lead to that point to get that contract signed. And it was a struggle. And the first two years, I think um, we did a lot of the right things and put a lot of the right things into place, but I thought it was going to be instant overnight. And it was a growing process of planting those seeds and um, once it once it took off, it really took off and it did well. But it was definitely eye opening finding how to get to that point and how to work together to get to that point. Yeah. So obviously you didn't start with EXP. No. So the what? first few years I was in real estate, my husband um, was already with a brokerage. So I joined that same brokerage and it was a little boutique brokerage here in Oviedo, Florida. Um, great broker, awesome people there. And um, I really like, I like, I like the people and I learned a lot, but we were ready to kind of see what else was out there. Um, another agent had broken off and started her own brokerage. And she said, why don't you guys come with me? And, you know, this is what we're going to do. So we went over to that brokerage and we were kind of like the bigger fish out of that small office. And I think we needed a little bit more of a push. Um, after that year, we got kind of stagnant in our business and didn't see the growth that we wanted to see. And at that time, right at that time, um, our sponsor, who's Renee Funk, she's our sponsor, but they had reached out in January of that year. And I said, no, 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 you know, we're good. We're happy. And we, we were happy where we're at. So we were good. Ten months later, I go out to lunch with um, a couple of EXP agents. Renee was one of them. And she said, you know what, let's revisit this conversation. Let's just talk about it. And at that point, Dan and I had already been discussing like, hey, our business is getting kind of stagnant. We're not growing like we thought we were going to grow. Maybe we do need to change things up and see what else is out there. So um, November, we met with Renee and January 1st was our first day at EXP, January 1st, 2019. And before that time, our business had been about six to seven million dollars a year. I think our highest was maybe seven point five million together, which we knew when I joined on, we had to hit the double. You know, we had to hit ten million plus in order for make it to make it work. 
So I'm going to be honest, during that time where we were talking to Renee, I was almost looking for another job. I thought, oh, my God, I'm not going to make it in real estate. Maybe I should do something else. I didn't want to go back to title, but I thought maybe I need to do something else because we're just not pulling in the numbers that we need to pull in. Mm-hmm. And we decided, you know what, let's make this change. We're going to go to EXP. We're going to go all in. We're going to give it everything we have. And if it doesn't work in six months, then I'll find another job. But let's just let's go all in. So January 1st, 2019, we started EXP. Our first quarter, we did $4 million. So we're already on track to meet and beat what our original $10 million goal was. And we had actually, we sat down with Renee and we said, we just want to do $10 million. That's what our goal is. And she said, no, you're doing $12 million. And we're like, how are we going to do $12 million? That's doubling what we've done over the last couple of years. And we've struggled to do that. She said, no, you guys can do it. So that first quarter, we did $4 million. The next quarter, we did uh, another $4 million. So we're up to $8 million. We've already in half a year exceeded what we've done the last two years together. Um, so that first year that we were with EXP, we ended up closing over $16 million. So we, we met and beat our goal by $4 million that year. And yeah, it's exciting. And I... Mm-hmm. I think I remember our first meeting with EXP. Um, God, and this was EXP only had about 18,000 agents. So Glenn Sanford had flown in and they had several icons from around the country come in. It was an icon roundtable down in Tampa. And this was January. So we started January 1st. Within 30 days, we're already meeting with icons from around the country and sitting down for these um, like speed dating roundtables where we got to sit at, you know, randomly sit at tables and we talked to the icons and they told us this is what we're doing. And here's how we got there. And then you have five minutes at that table and you jump to the another table and you talk with that icon five minutes. We talk about, you know, what are you doing? And they ask us about our business. They'd ask us, what are you doing in your business? All right, here's what I want you to do. Here's what you should be doing. And we went there two hours later and we're like, oh my gosh, this is the best move we ever made. It was filling our cup. We left there so pumped, so excited went back to Orlando, started putting in things into place that we hadn't been doing before or doing things even that we had been doing, but doing them more consistently. And it was unreal. The compound effect it had to our business just in that first quarter alone. Absolutely. So, you know, you said you got to a stagnant point in your business. You weren't seeing the growth that you wanted to see. EXP had presented itself and you said, you know, why not? And, you know, you've loved it. It's really paid off for you. But what keeps you here? You know, have you come over to EXP and fallen in love with the revenue share, stock options, collaboration? You know, what has really stuck out to you? Or is it the fact of the scalability that EXP offers still that keeps you here? You know, going from, oh, this is what I think I can hit this year to, wow, I exceeded that by $4 million. I don't think there's one thing that I have not fallen in love with as far as EXP goes. Honestly, I think when we first joined in, initially it was agent attraction. I'm not going to lie. That that was an initial like, oh my gosh, you see the potential that you could have by attracting agents. But quite honestly, we, we were so caught up in growing our real estate business that we hadn't really focused on agent attraction. Um, however, over the last couple of years, we have grown our downline and it's been 100% organic because other agents come in and they see they're like, oh my gosh, what are you guys doing over there? And they see that growth. They see that excitement that we have, the passion that we have for real estate again. And 
they've joined in and it's just like a snowball. It just keeps getting bigger and bigger. Um, so that was our, our first track, our first thing that we wanted to join EXP for. However, the thing that makes us stay and love it is the collaboration that happens. Uh, we meet with our group, our expansion group, twice a month, and then in smaller groups, even every week. And it's not been the competitive. You know, these are our competitors, obviously. We're all in the same market. Some even live in our neighborhood. So technically, yes, there are competitors, but it's we don't think of it like that. So here we just hosted, Dan and I hosted a um, rent to learn, pro, rent to own program. And I brought somebody in and she shared it with our expansion group. And I invited everybody. We had breakfast. And, you know, these aren't even agents on our team, but they're within our, our real estate partners. And I started, we started getting phone calls from other real estate agents when they saw that. They're like, oh my gosh, what are you guys doing over there? And they saw our, our group and how powerful, you know, there's power in numbers. And when you've got a good group, everybody just starts feeding off of that good energy. And you just start growing from there. So that's been one of our favorite things so far. And one thing I learned, I had flown up to um, Las Vegas for a EXP conference out there with a bunch of women. Elizabeth Riley, GoGo was out there. And they were all speaking. Um, Angela Fazio had put it on. And one thing that she said that kind of stuck out, and she said, you know what? When you've got your hands open, you're able to give and share she said, it's so much easier to receive. She said, it's something magical starts happening. When you start giving, you're able to start receiving more. And that is 100% what we've seen in our business. And not just on um, with agents, but with our farming communities. So one of the things that my husband and I, we really specialize in is farming in our neighborhood, in our area. Mm-hmm. And when I first joined them, we had maybe one, two transactions a year that we did in our community. And it's a big community, 1,200 homes. So there's a lot of potential for real estate listings and customers out here. But we just weren't getting any. And we said, why aren't we getting any transactions? We live here. We know the neighborhood. We know the people. We felt like it should have just came to us, right? Like they should just be giving us business because we live here. And we switched our mindset to, you know what? What are we doing for our community? Why should they be giving us business? what can we do for them instead of what can they do for us kind of a thing. We switched that mentality and changed what we were doing and started giving more and doing more for the neighborhood. And I'll tell you what, within months it switched to where now we're the number one agents in our community. We're number one in our zip code. So that whole mentality of open your hands and start giving because you can receive works with everything. And what did you like, what are some examples, Tannen? Like what did you, um, give back to the community because you know those listening can like be like, well, what she do? Like, do donate yeah. more? You know, did she drive down to the soup kitchen and volunteer? Like, what are some examples? How did you start giving back? So, one of the things, if you think about it, a lot of people like going to events, right? We like looking for fun things to do on the weekends. We like getting out and getting to know our neighbors. But nobody wants to be that project manager. It's very hard to find volunteers. Nobody wants to do it. You want to go and be there and participate and have fun, but nobody wants to actually do the work to put it in. And I don't blame it's work. It's hard work. It's more fun enjoying it. So we've kind of taken on those roles of what can we bring to our communities and joining with other neighbors who are already in that process of putting on events and just volunteering and helping be a part of it. 
And when people weren't saying, you know what, hey, I want to lead this event or I want to do this, we'd step in and say, all right, we'll do it. We'll help, you know, we'll help manage it. And one thing I always tell our agents is when you be a part of something like that, be a big part of it. Be one of the head parts of it. Be to where you're going to be noticeable, recognizable. People are going to see you. Use it to um, advertise on social media, to share, and constantly put yourself up in the front so you're being noticed, so you're being seen. Because once you once people start knowing who you are, what you do, and that they can trust you, yeah. they're going to start sharing their business with you. So they know we're hard workers because they see us out there putting on events and busting our butts so that our neighborhood can have fun and enjoy things. Um, they see us going the extra step. Um, we do a good neighbor. Um, this is not something that we advertise a lot in our neighborhood, but we, we do send these out quite a bit, probably about 10 a month. So I buy gift cards to our local grocery store. I buy probably um, 20 of them every month and they're in $10 increments. Okay. And I just send out cards to our neighbors. Whenever I see somebody doing something good, either through the community or on the Facebook page, if somebody says, oh, thank you to this neighbor, they came out and helped me with my AC, or thank you to this neighbor, they came out and helped me with my yard. Even if I don't know them, we just send them a thank you card. And we send them the $10 gift card. And we say, thank you so much for being a great neighbor, because this is what makes our community so awesome. So that we do. So cool. Makes yeah. you memorable. Mm-hmm. So we do, we appreciate it, but it, it makes our neighborhood really, truly a great place to live so that when we are out doing open houses and we are out showing homes here, there's a reason why we bring so many buyers over here to our neighborhood, because it is, it's an amazing place to live and we've got great neighbors. So it's easy to, to share that and sell that when it's true. Right. You know, in Tim, you obviously, you know, spend a lot of time giving back to your neighborhoods. Um, it's almost like they're almost like random acts of kindness, but they're not random, but like, you know, like it's, it's cute. It's easy. It takes just a couple moments out of your day to make somebody's entire day up to entire week. And you know, you're out there, you're busting your butt, you're selling houses, you're getting involved, you're doing everything else. But what do you do to take care of tannin? You know, how do you make sure you avoid burnout? How do you make sure you have a good work-life balance? So I love working out. My routine is, um, getting up early in the morning. I'm a, I'm a morning person. So if you want to reach me, you can reach me anytime from 5am up until probably eight o'clock at night. And then after eight o'clock at night, I'm done for the day. So I, I can't No, I hate getting up in the morning. <laughs> so good for you, Danny. And my well, husband's the opposite. So that works well with our customers as well. So if you want to reach anybody late at night, he's usually up at night. So mm-hmm. I'm, I'm the morning person, but I like to get up. I go to the gym. My husband and I both, we like to work out together. So that's, you know, even though we work together, we play together. One of our downtimes together is going to the gym and working out together. Yeah. I just ran my first half marathon a couple of weeks ago and I'll never run it again. <laughs> I'll never do it again. <laughs> She's like, check that off. Um, yeah. That's why I'm back on the to-do list. Yeah. Well, congratulations. That's awesome. Thanks. Yeah, but I, I guess some people are just runners and they love it. I'm not one of them. Me I'd rather be in the gym. Yep. Throw me a barbell, throw me a dumbbell, yeah. run by me. But you you asked me to run to like a stop sign and back. I'm like, oh, I'll give you $15 to not make me do that. But yeah, I totally get that. That's really cool that, you know, um, 
you're involved, obviously you spend a lot of money, a lot of money with your husband, a lot of time with your husband, um, which is really cool, you know, because you guys are in the business together. You guys are obviously living together. There's so much that goes into that. And uh, obviously, are you guys on the same real estate team still? Yes. Yeah. So it's just him and I together, um, dynamic duo. And we love it. We, you know what? It's, we work on separate sides of the house Mm -hmm. and hardly see each other during the day because we're both like tag teaming and dividing and conquering, which you need to do. Yeah. You know, he may be out showing homes one day and I'm back, you know, helping out with, He's like, all right, get this contract ready and send it off. Or, you know, I may be out showing homes and he's doing the same thing back at the at the office. So we were able to I think it works perfectly. So we're always, always on. That's really cool, you know, to be able to have that that dynamic between the two of you and, you know, get the work done and, you know, obviously be there for each other and the accountability and working on yourselves and you know, that, that's really cool, Tannen. I love to hear that about you guys. So that brings me to my next question. You know, we talked about how you take care of yourself. And, you know, when you're investing in yourself, investing in your community, investing in the relationships around you, you can be your best self to your client. And to be the best of the best, you know, that's what it takes to be an icon agent as well. So what is the icon award in your words? You know, what kind of production did you have to do to get there? And what benefits did it bring you? What does that award mean to you? So that was one of the things as well. Like when we first heard more about EXP, that was one of the things we said. We said, we want to be icon agents. We want to do enough production, enough volume. That was our goal. And we ended up, we thought it was going to be down the road. We thought that was like something to work towards over years um, because we knew how hard it was to get to that point and how much volume we have to do. We ended up um, capping, obviously, our first year with EXP. And by October, we had received our Icon Award. So we were able to do it our wow. first year. And then we did it our second year and our third year. And now we're on year number four. And we just capped. We're two months in. We capped. And we will definitely be hitting it again for our fourth year. So Yay, congratulations. That's yeah. awesome. It's exciting. So, you know, it, we thought it was something that was unattainable, that it was a goal to go go and get, but there's a, an energy that happens. And once, like I said, once you get that ball rolling, it gets easier and easier to keep your systems in place so you can keep hitting that. Um, we were just talking this morning about um, what we have to do to continue to receive the additional uh, icon um, uh, stocks, you know, and we talked about, well, maybe we should be teaching classes or maybe we should be getting on the icon, uh, series on Fridays and trying to figure out again, where do we want to give back and what do we want to do? So we we're just talking about that this morning. And one of our favorite things to do is to host class, uh, classes. And we do it all the time anyways, for our expansion group, we do a lot of teaching, but we love being able to share it with people who are outside of our, our little, um, real estate partners that we have. So, okay. So you want to, want to focus on the teaching part, you know, what will you guys be focusing on? Are you going to be focusing on like, you know, giving to thy neighbor, or are you going to be focusing on, you know, becoming a dynamic duo within your own real estate team? You know, what's, what's kind of your focus when you teach to fellow icons or the EXP community? 
So one thing we teach is the farming class. We talk about giving back to your community. And we've actually done that a couple times for Inman as well and been a host on there are been on their panels for their national conferences, um, talking about that and giving back to your community. Uh, but I also love talking about scripting because it's the power of words that you use and how you use them that make a big difference as well when you're talking to customers. So um, if you've ever been to uh, shareholders or um, EXPCon last year, they do a portion that's called, um, oh, what is it called? It's the Unconference Conference. Okay. And X-Camp. It's called X-Camp. And have you ever been to it? No, not yet. This will be, oh uh, will be my first EXP con. Oh, and nice. For shareholders. So I'll be there this year, but this is kind of all, all new for me. Oh, well, this is probably one of my favorite parts about the whole event. And it's where you're going to get a lot of icon agents who come in and do little small classes and it's real quick, but you don't know what you're going to teach because it's the attendees that choose what it is that they want to learn about. So it's real fast paced. You give, you got a bunch of uh, notepads, little post-it notes out on the table and people write down what they want to learn about. Do they want to learn about um, building your business one-on-one? Do they want to learn about attraction? Do they want to learn about farming, about listings, buying, Um, whatever it is. I mean, you've got like, hundred different topics and they write it all down real quick. And then they say, all right, where's our agents who know these topics really well and can teach a class about this. So within 30 minutes, you build this conference and then everybody goes into different conference rooms and you just get to learn about what you wanted to come and learn about. So you get to choose what it is. So we've done that the last couple of years, been a part of that um, X camp and it's super fun And it's something for all of the agents. So whether you're an experienced agent, you're an icon agent, and you want to share what you want to talk about, and there's newer agents who are brand new, or maybe they've been in the business a couple of years, and they want to kind of learn the next step, here's their chance to do it. So that's really cool. That's a great, you know, uh, way to get involved. That's great focus to have. And that's, I I really actually look forward to that. I'm going to have to get that down on my my calendar to make sure that I'm at this year. So, um, you know, with being a newer EXP agent or maybe a new real estate agent in general, is an icon award something that they should strive for within their first year at EXP? And like, I know you hit icon with your first year at EXP, but you know, you have a network, you have that community, you had years in the real estate industry before joining EXP. So to those newbies watching, you know, what's a realistic expectation for them? And how could they go about obtaining the icon award? I think it's a hundred percent. They can do it. We have a, an agent, he was on our team previously and he decided to go off on his own, which is one thing that we encouraged all of our agents when we did have agents on our team underneath us and an actual formal team. Our goal was to get them up running and then have them start their own team so that they can continue to grow. And he was a newer agent, brand new, young, quit college and said, you know, I want to get into real estate. There's some agents where you can just see like they've got um, laser focused and they said, this is what I want to go and do. And he already did this year. I think, what are we in March? And he's already at six million dollars. So he can wow. certainly get to that yeah. point where he can icon. Mm-hmm. And it's so amazing. And it's one of those things like I feel like we took him under our wing and 
and helped him get there. And he's so thankful. And he's so, and it's just to see him continue to grow. It makes me feel good seeing that and all of our agents that we get to celebrate in their successes. So we've had several agents who are newer that came on and it's really all about what you want to put into it. Mm -hmm. it. It goes back to that first meeting I had. If you want to go in and give it your all, and it's not just going to these functions and listening and writing down what these icons are saying, write down what they're saying and then put it into place and do it and do it again and do it again and do it for one full year. And you can become an icon a hundred percent. It's the ones that take it. They listen to it. They retain it, but they don't do it. Those are the ones who aren't going to see that high volume. It's going to take doing it. And it's going to take hearing the no's and hearing the rejections and, you know, losing a customer once in a while, we all have that happen and it sucks. Nobody likes it, but you shake it off and you go out and you get the next one. So, you know, and um, just being able to, you know, have those goals set out in small increments, you know, we've got the big picture, but you have to have that planning down to be able to obtain it in little steps at a time. And that's okay. It's okay to take it into little steps, lean into your mentors, lean into your coaches and be dedicated to it because there are a lot of avenues you can take at EXP. You know, there's what 150 hours of training uploaded a week, I think onto the, um, into the cloud at EXP. I mean, there's a lot that you can invest yourself into. And if icon is one of those things that you want to hit the ground running with, you really have to dedicate yourself to that. And then, you know, maybe later after you've icon, take a step back and look at your downline or take a step back and look at some other options that EXP has to offer. But if icon, especially as an early air agent to EXP is on that radar, you got to hone in on that. Focus up. Oh, absolutely. And that's one of the things too. We talked to a lot of our agents about setting, you mentioned like short term or like looking at the small things and putting them into place. And we say that all the time. If you just look at the big picture, you're going to get overwhelmed and be like, oh my gosh, how am I going to hit that? But if you look at it, okay, I got to do this every day. This is what my daily schedule is going to look like. And this is my time blocking. And I'm going to prospect, 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 prospect five days a week or four days a week. And you do it for a certain amount of hours. 100% you're going to hit it. But prospecting, number one, oh my gosh, going out and I say connections. If you make connections, you're going to have conversations and those conversations turn into customers, which turn into contracts. So always be looking at who are you connecting to and who are you having conversations with? Because those conversations will turn into real estate every single time. <laughs> every single time. No, that's, it's funny how it all comes back to that, you know? And uh, so, you know, you came, you came into EXP, you had some relationships here, you were at a stagnant point, you felt like you weren't growing at the rate you wanted to, and you saw it and you were like, let me hear you out. Okay, let's make this jump. And, you know, there are a lot of people that are out there very skeptical about EXP, you know, oh, it's a pyramid scheme. Oh, it's a cult. I see the grass is greener, but what's the catch? You know, um, from somebody that may have experienced that skepticism, what would you have to say to somebody watching right now that also is skeptical? Um, so we get the, you know, we see how many agents are actually out there attracting versus not, because I think there's so many agents that aren't doing it that to me, it doesn't feel like a pyramid scheme only because I, we've got so many agents within our expansion group that I know hundred percent, they're not out there calling agents. So if you're getting the phone calls, it's from the very small group, but that's 
that's what their goal is. So take it. If you want to do it, man, you can make a lot of money doing that. I, we also see those numbers and it's like, holy cow, you don't have to sell any real estate, but just kind of help other people sell real estate. That's awesome. Um, and maybe someday we'll take, we'll do that route. But, you know, we've heard the skepticism as well, but we've also seen so much of the positive that being on the inside, when you see that, I, I just don't, I just don't, listen to the negative. We did get a phone call. So I do listen when I get recruitment calls, because we get them too. We get them from everybody. And sometimes I'll go on those calls and I'll meet with the brokers because you know what, just like I didn't listen to my EXP the first time here, I missed out on 10 months, almost a year of working with this company and how much stocks we could have gotten during that time. So I always keep an open mind thinking, well, let's see if the grass is greener on the other side. Maybe EXP isn't the best thing out there. I'll go and see what else is out there. And so far, I haven't found anything that is. He said to me, he said, yeah, I heard that EXP doesn't have a lot of support. I thought that's crazy because we we have so much support. And it reminds me, my our first month that we came over to EXP, very first month, we were in the process of um, an ethics uh, violation with another agent, not us we had filed an ethics violation, somebody who's trying to steal our listing by marketing it in our neighborhood saying it was theirs. So long story short, it goes towards the board and we were going to have a meeting, like an ethics hearing. And our broker for the state of Florida at the time, Randy Rand, he called me and he said, you know, I'm going to be there. I'll be at the hearing with you guys. So, you know, don't worry. And I said, you don't have to drive up to be at this hearing. I said, we're we're adults. We're pretty good. I, I've got it under control. I said, you don't have to drive up if you don't want to. I said, we will be totally fine on our own. And here we had been with EXP less than 30 days. And this had been going on for several months. So it all started at our prior brokerage. But here, brand new agency EXP, and he was willing to drive up and say, hey, I want to I want to be there to support you guys. And I said, no, 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 you don't have to do that. We're, we're good. So we go to the ethics hearing. And here it was a local broker, big brokerage. I think they have 600 agents here in Orlando for her three brokerages. Didn't show up, didn't show up to support her agent. And here he was in the hot seat all by himself, no broker to, to help him. And they even said to them, they said, where's your broker at? We've called her, we've emailed her, and we have not had a response from her. I thought, man, thank God I made the right choice. Yeah. Because that was another, that's a very big competitor probably our biggest honest competitor of EXP and I won't name any names, but they're a big competitor and she couldn't even be there to support her brokerage. And I thought when that agent, when the broker the other week told me, I heard you don't get support. I told him that story. I said, we've got support. Like you wouldn't believe we've got five brokers that I can reach anytime we have questions. And I've never felt more supported ever. Even if I don't see him, but twice a year, I don't need to see him every day. Yep. No, you're absolutely right. And that's, that's cool. You know, that even, you know, when you guys are in tough spots, EXP is there to help you compared to, you know, oh, you know, my person that I had asked to join EXP years ago is already icon. Like, mm -hmm, that's my guide compared to, oh man, like this could be some trouble. I'm going to be there for you guys. Like mm -hmm. that, that networking, that collaboration, that stability really is something to talk about here at EXP. And, you know, to hear that somebody felt like there wasn't support at EXP um, makes me sad because I've talked to some of the company's most incredible agents and that is all that they've, 
you know, talked about is the collaboration and the support that's here at EXP and that it's one of their favorite assets. So for that to be missing for somebody here, that's, you know, disheartening a little bit, you know, and I hope they give us a second chance in the aspect to see, you know, what this community has to offer because it's, it's bottomless. Absolutely. Well, Tannen, I've asked you all the questions that I have, but is there anything else that you'd like to talk about? No, I mean, I could talk all day long, but no, I'm, I just enjoyed being on the show and sharing my story. Yeah, and I'm here no, if anybody does have any questions on further things that we do. I mean, I've got a whole list of things that we do for our community and it's actually on our um, website underneath one of our blogs. So if they go to testandteam.com and they search our blogs, you'll find a whole list of, I itemize everything out that we do um, just so other agents can see like, hey, let's duplicate this in our own community or let's um, see what we can put into place and start getting out there more because you you kind of become little celebrities in your area. You can't go to the grocery store without people recognizing you. And the biggest thing that you can do is put your face out there so everybody can see you and they start recognizing your brand with your face who you are and what you do. Absolutely. And if you are ever, if you have some downtime or you want to talk about, you know, how you get involved with your community a little more, kind of like that blog, walk through it in a podcast version. I would love to have you back on the show. Um, Just pick out a time and we can dive deeper into that since we've, now we know who Tannen is. Let's see what Tannen does, you know? Sounds good. Well, thank you, Gianna. Yeah, of course. Thank you for taking the time to join me and expect to be hearing from me for XPCon and shareholders because I'm going to hunt you down and pick your brain and take you out. Okay. We'll see you there. Sounds good. Thanks, Tannen. Bye-bye. Bye. This Icon Podcast is hosted and sponsored by Sphere Rocket Virtual Assistants, a leading provider for your virtual assistance and outsourcing needs. Owned by one of the top-ranking EXP agents, Justin Nelson. Sphere Rocket VA provides a one-stop virtual staffing solution for business owners, and we specialize in helping business owners grow their business by leveraging through virtual assistants. Trusted by the top names in the real estate industry like Kyle Whistle, Andrew Franklin, John Kitchens, and many more. Get ready to up your success and we'll help you achieve your business goals. Book your free consultation at SpearRocketVA.com and find out how we can make your life easier.